welcome to another episode of the Herd Main Show. I'm your herd leader, John Wayne. And I'm your herd mom, Megan. And today we are picking up uh, the slack of last week. Uh, we had a little bit of an oops and had um, our AC blow out on us. Yeah. Um, much like a bad motivator, it's just no good to us. Um, we have sort of gotten that resolved, I guess. Uh, enough that we can record without dying in twin sun heat. Um, but... Uh, all that aside, we are here and we have a f- pretty interesting topic to discuss. We, yeah. with season four, had a lot of discussion on kind of, not necessarily changing up, but getting more specific with how we do episodes mm-hmm. uh, and how we wanted to go about di- you know, different topics and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. If anything, it just we, we just kind of tweaked our system to be a little bit more smooth. Yeah. On our planning side, I guess. Yeah, where before it was kind of, how about this guy? Yeah, it turned like, into... we, we had a lot of reference from, like, Clone Wars. Yeah. And just current events, like, when we talked about uh, the Rise of Skywalker theories and talked about D23 news, you know, with that, we were kind of handed a topic. Mm-hmm. But when it came to what we talked about, it was very loosey-goosey, whereas this time... Um, so many geese. <laughs> yeah. Yonk, yonk. Yonk, so uh, this time we came up with the categories of different types of episodes we wanted to have mm-hmm. and then filled those categories with tons of topics and basically just throw those at a calendar. And mm-hmm. we make room for things that pop up and um, are more relevant. You know, so mm-hmm. something comes up and it's just like, oh, we need to make sure we leave this week open for yes. such and such. Um, and so we've just smoothed out that system and that mm-hmm. led to us talking about topic ideas which led to this topic where exactly. uh, you really wanted to talk about R2 and C3PO. Yes, but we wanted to make it interesting. Yeah. We wanted to make it more than like, hey, this this not, droids. Yeah, well not we. You you kind of <laughs> put up the big emphasis for I mean the topic and how we would discuss it. Um, I'm I'm along for the ride and helped with the script. <laughs> yes. But uh, um, other than, I mean, not that I don't necessarily mm-hmm. favor having the discussion or talking about two very iconic and, and beloved characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't have thought of it. And I wouldn't have thought of doing it the way that we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I would, I would credit where credit is due of, you know, yeah. this is this is your baby. I just helped a little bit. Baby. As it- with most babies. Right? <laughs> it's all her. I just help a little bit. Exactly. Mostly in moral support. Exactly. <laughs> and auto-correcting. Yeah. And also, the spooky season is upon us, John. Yeah, well, It's creeping yes, up on our back door. That's true. It's Prob- ringing the doorbell with its skeleton fingers. Probably by the time this episode gets out, yes. it'll be October, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, something I, like that. Basically, we're so. just trying to play catch-up and do our normal stuff. Mm-hmm. So, it's getting, around, getting yeah. out at some point. October's tomorrow. Probably. And as you can tell, <laughs> a very special person is getting into the Halloween season. We have Francor. Oh yeah, Francor, Francor bought the costume himself. He did. He picked it out. Um, he wanted he, to be a frog. He wanted to be spooky. Yeah. And uh, so we let him pick a costume. Yeah. Check out our Twitter for a better picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's a good spooky boy. And with that, a mm-hmm. uh, good point is that uh, with October comes a special series, a second annual mm-hmm. hopefully this becomes a reoccurring thing although i really hope so i'm, I'm so one, good i'm one to say that but at the same time i 20 mm-hmm. years down the road it's going to get old but who doesn't love 
uh, some spooky Star Wars. And mm-hmm. so for the second year in a row now, Kevin Scott is going to be writing for Star Wars Adventures, uh, Tales from Vader's Castle, which mm-hmm. is... Um, it's, it's like Goosebumps meets Are You Afraid of the Dark, but with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And so each week of October, we're going to get a new comic detailing some spooky event uh, in re- in relation to Vader's castle. Mm-hmm. Last year, it very literally took place at his castle. Yes. Um, some great stories. This year, supposedly, it's the stories being told by one of Vader's advisors. So mm-hmm. at least from what we've seen in glimpses... It looks a little less like it's happening there, but it's still Vader adjacent. Um, Nonetheless, (laughs) we're getting stories of Jabba, Asajj Ventress, Maul, Mm -hmm. um, and a couple others I can't remember. But uh, that doesn't get you interested. So with that said, um, we will discuss each week's comic um, starting the next main show uh, this week. So... You're getting two main shows this week because we're playing catch-up, so you're getting this, and then you're getting our uh, episode 50 special, Mm -hmm. and during that episode, we're going to talk about that day's uh, comic from Mm -hmm. Tales from Vader. And so each week, we're just going to have a little segment where we're like, hey, here's this cool little comic we like, and we do that in hopes that you'll go and pick it up and check it out, if nothing else, for the art. Um, The art is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, in true horror fashion, they have great covers, Mm -hmm. great art inside, everything. It's so it's so wonderful as much credit as Kevin gets for writing the stories those that bring it to life and color Mm it um I mean they Mm -hmm. they deserve a lot of credit and I mean last year's were phenomenal I mean my favorite one was about Ewoks for goodness sake like Mm -hmm. it's just but the the way that it was drawn and colored it was just so fantastic get ready for our Christmas episode (laughs) yes if you like Ewoks um like Ewoks and like to see me in pain (laughs) So, uh, but that said, I'm excited. I, I'm excited too. I, I'm excited for a new season mm-hmm. and this new style I, I'm liking very much. And like I said, it's already taking at least me to a place I, you know, I didn't think, I didn't think we would have a C-3PO R2-D2 episode. Mm-hmm. Um, just not on my top list. So yeah. I'm excited to be talking about something um, different. Yeah, good or, job bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's very different, and we're talking mm-hmm. about it in a different way, but you'll have to yes. wait to see that. You're going to. If you read the title of this episode and are wondering what the heck are they going <laughs> to be talking about, get ready. Get ready, kids. News! Um, but first yes, news. Yes, first we've got news. So we got a bit of news, um, mm-hmm. especially really gaming news. So because we're doing two episodes, we're kind of separating the news so we're if we don't talk about something here that you're like wait this was important and big uh, it's probably going to be in the next episode and if it's not there yes. then just get over it karen um but wow. this week primarily we're just going to talk about the gaming news that came out yes um it was triple force friday uh last friday and which i didn't know what that meant oh yeah well no idea <laughs> yeah force friday yeah the, good reference okay Thank so you. force friday has been a tradition since disney bought star wars basically mm-hmm. uh in October, um, a little bit before the feature film of that year releases, traditionally in December, um, they have a Friday where there's just this big release of all the new stuff related to the upcoming project. So, The Force Awakens, Rogue One, The Last Jedi. I don't know if there was one for Solo or if Solo stuff appeared at the Last Jedi one. I'd um, imagine. But 
nonetheless, uh, it, yeah. basically everything that's coming soon um, gets a really big toy release because uh, obviously they love their toys and we love our toys too. So we do. Um, but because there's so much happening, they decided to call this Triple Force Friday because uh, the focus of Force Friday this year is not only the Rise of Skywalker, but Jedi Fallen Order mm -hmm. and the Mandalorian. Yes. And so it's really nice to see a video game and a TV series getting the same amount of uh, attention mm -hmm. as a feature film. Um, and it's not just in discussion, but also in products. And so they showed off a lot of cool figures, a lot of yeah. cool stuff. Um, and when talking about Jedi Fallen Order, they released a trailer for it. They released a new trailer for mm -hmm. it. Uh, we also gorgeous. Yes. Um, and we also got another trailer for Vader Immortal as well. And so uh, as far as gaming news, that's what we're going to discuss a little bit of. Mm -hmm. um, as far as Force Friday specifically, yeah. I feel like StarWars.com itself does a good enough job of talking about it. Mm -hmm. And also, if you watch the like 20 minute video I don't even think it's that long mm -hmm. um, you get a good idea I mean they're showing off toys and there's nothing yeah. we I mean we talked about the Lego sets you know mm -hmm. there there's not really anything there um, other than a couple of new characters that although being super duper cute Your new little boy yeah Babu yeah. Frick um, <laughs> Although being super duper cute, I don't feel is huge. Like he's probably the reason uh, C3PO has red eyes. <laughs> exactly. I, th let's put that out there. You became a Babu Frick stan account. Oh like yeah. Well, I mean, he's super duper cute. Yeah. I, I'm all for it, but at the same time, there's not a lot to talk about because they won't talk about it. Yeah. Anthony Carboni. Um, so. Leave him alone. <laughs> he has a hard job. He gets to talk about Star Wars. Oh yeah, time. so hard. If he doesn't like it, I'll do his job you for him. You met the fandom. I'll do his job for him. But anyway, um, so yeah, other than toys, mm -hmm. um, there wasn't a lot there, so we thought we would talk about the trailers. Um, and so one was for uh, Vader Immortal, which was really exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, it was kind of a surprise because we talked a little bit ago about, hey, you know, new Oculus cons coming up. They're probably going to talk more about it. We should get it soon. I was thinking Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, but this trailer shows off a whole bunch of stuff and then all, at the end just drops available now and it's just yeah. like okay <laughs> wow Which you immediately got <laughs> yeah I, I i was right there with the oculus and went ahead and, and bought yeah. that because i was just like okay mm -hmm. um and yeah i mean yeah what a way to drop it but um yeah it, it's continuing that story and it looks super exciting and so it was just a really i mean really interesting way to go about it just yeah there you go mm -hmm. have babu frick and vader immortal. and vader immortal yeah. why not both why not both? He's the main character in Vader. <laughs> oh, we've been playing body. That's why I can only see Vader's knees. Exactly. <laughs> so this episode seems to be more force power related versus episode one's lightsaber centric uh, action. We get more force powers. Yeah. So it seems like every episode our character progresses, which mm -hmm. means every episode the story progresses. Um, what if it like at the end zooms out and it's just Sam Witwer? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I will be interested when we do get to see uh, this character because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, like the the lore of it is that you're somehow related. We won't spoil it here because we're gonna be doing playthroughs of it over on YouTube where mm -hmm. you can get the full story. But essentially, you're related to Mustafar in a pretty significant way, mm -hmm. and that's why Vader needs you. So. When it talks about fate has chosen you, there's actually this battle going on between Vader and other entities for your power because 
you have a connection to the planet and its history mm-hmm. no one else does and so for vader's plans uh which are in the title uh he needs you and so that's what we're kind of continuing mm-hmm. to learn um in episode two while also learning how to lift rocks apparently cool but um if it's anything close to as cool as the uh saber combat then i have to imagine it's it feels pretty good mm-hmm. um yeah you've played it i have i haven't no <laughs> because i get very motion sick yeah and there was a like there was, we went back and forth on it for a while and like ah oh, you should probably be able to handle it and then i played it and i was like no you can't handle it Mm-mm. i could barely handle it when i first did um there's yeah. just climby bits um and the second one's not much better mm-hmm. um but i will say it with practice it gets more natural mm-hmm. um so yeah but it yeah. it does a really good job of creating uh well anxiety but also tension in mm-hmm. terms of i mean it can be very easy with that sort of thing to just go through the motions and play the game uh yeah. and not feel the stakes um but i mean i feel mm-hmm. the stakes when i'm playing a game and walk across a bridge with you know a, a character in a video game mm-hmm. versus doing that in vr i i feel it even more oh, so yeah. It's really interesting how they escalate it you know with I, VR. You know when I feel the stakes? What? When I get a, a package from Omaha Steaks, sponsored. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not sponsored at all. No. And then we uh, got Jedi Fallen Order trailer, which was uh, equally significant. Beautiful. But uh, unfortunately, at the end of that one, it wasn't available now. <laughs> no. But soon, soon. We're a little Very over soon. a month away. Um and this did a really good job of hyping because it actually showed a good bit of new stuff, uh, including um, another Inquisitor, which mm-hmm. is really cool. The ninth sister? The ninth sister, yes. So okay. we've seen the second sister who's kind of been the baddie of this. Um, but supposedly, I don't know how much she's going to be in there, um, but uh, supposedly the ninth sister shows up. Um, it's a lot of sisters. It's too many sisters. Right. Um, well, yeah. Well, there's like... Uh, the seventh brother is, and, and like they go by like they take away their identity basically which is very much a empire slash sithy thing mm-hmm. and with the trailer for Jedi Fallen Order we got supposedly our main character Cal is looking for someone important for the empire uh, any guesses what that would be I feel like it has to be related to the art book stuff we got he's entering some sort of spooky temple yeah. there's some interesting darky things going on mm-hmm. Other than that, I mean, but I don't know what that could even be. I mean, the the only thing we know of is he's teaming up with Saw to try and find Tarful. I mean, how you escalate from trying to find a Wookiee to finding something that the it's Empire very wants. hard to find. Well, yeah, but Just like it's hair. a big escalation to go from Wookiee to something important and yeah. threatening, supposedly. To I mean, if if the second sister is so involved, it must be threatening mm-hmm. to the Empire, not just important to the Empire. So gotcha. I mean, I don't know. It's it's interesting because this game is introducing something the Empire's looking for. Vader Immortals introducing something Vader's looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a point where we got to kind of calm down in storytelling with this whole mm-hmm. like s- significant period of trying to find something to turn the tide of the war. Because I mean, we kind of know where we go. Mm-hmm. You know, and so um, I do hope. For a good while, Jedi Fallen Order is the last thing to kind of deal with this space of time mm-hmm. in terms of the Empire's looking for something important or, oh, I found out I have Jedi powers or something like that. You know, like stuff that just kind of 
starts to bog down the timeline a little bit. It's getting a little congested, especially since Cassie and Andor show is happening during this time period. Obi-Wan's happening during this time period. Let's move on. I mean, it's yeah. not like there's a 30-year gap between episode 6 and 7 that could be filled with something. Just saying. So, yes, yeah. I know we're getting the Mandalorian, but that's not enough. Did I mean, I pick up those hints you dropped? <laughs> all there, the there's floor. so much being jammed in everywhere yeah. else. It's just like, yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, you know, after Return of the Jedi, it's not that significant to be like, oh, I, I was once a Padawan. I survived Order Six. Like, I at that point, it's like, account. yeah, well, we already defeated the Empire, so you're good, dude. Like, you know, like it's yeah. like, you know. I want to see the Jedi coming out of hiding. Right, like I want Luke going around to find Jedi and, mm -hmm. and research the Jedi. Like that, that that kind of stuff. Not that I'm not excited for Jedi Fallen Order. It's just that now that there's this thing thrown in there of, oh, they're looking for something significant, it's kind of like, oh, another relic or another artifact or, you know, like another thing um, that they're trying to look for that doesn't help them because they still lose the second Death Star and the Empire... And the, uh, Empire fails yeah. so you know i'd rather get into storytelling of mm -hmm. other realms but this is going to be a fun game it looks like a it looks like a really dope game so yeah i mean it's no criticism of that so let us know what you think though uh, especially about the game and about where the storytelling is happening and what you think about all of that because mm -hmm. uh, clearly i have opinions <laughs> Oh yes, you do. Um, so, but I'm—I mean, I, I still can't wait to play. Yeah. Uh, we have ours pre-ordered. We've had it forever now, mm -hmm. um, so I really can't wait yeah. to get it and see what the significant stuff is and where our characters going in terms of the story. Because I thought I knew, now I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah, we shall see. You know what I want to know? What do you want? Which know? we'll probably talk about this at a later date. But I want to know what happened to Ethkoth's daughter. Um, good question. It's a very good question. Somewhere, she's somewhere with the Empire. Do you think she's a part of the First, first Order? The First Order? Could be. I mean, it depends. I mean, she was born... Uh, she was born, like, right after the events of Episode 4. No. No? No, because that Darth that Vader a, series... That yeah. was a flashback. If the Inquisitors are still around, it's before Episode 4. Because by Episode 4, not many are left. So... It's at least about eight years since the Inquisitors are kind of in their prime, if not even sooner, because, mm -hmm. I mean, really, that comic strip picks up pretty soon after Vader becomes Vader, so mm -hmm. it might even be 20 years before, which means, I mean, by the end of the original trilogy, she'd be an adolescent or um, near adult. I don't know how they age, but... Gracefully, apparently. Yeah. I mean, it'd be According interesting. I mean, it'd be interesting to know. I mean, mm -hmm. what came about just for the sake of supposedly that's not the first time they've done it. So yeah. it'd be interesting. If you've never read the uh, Vader series, you have no idea what we're talking about. We'll talk about it. There's a Jedi's baby that gets kidnapped by Darth yeah. Vader. Mm -hmm. There Basically. you go. Go read the comics. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, so there are a lot of great couples within the Star Wars universe, ah, right? Yeah. We're one of them. Ah, we've been married for five years almost. Yes. Like, we will be... We will be celebrating our fifth year. Yeah, we're going to be celebrating January. our fifth year on January 17th. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been together for a long time. Such a meme response to such <laughs> a significant uh, life event. Five years joined with another person. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, I said yeet. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too into the realms mm -hmm. of... I mean, we're doing this mostly yeah. as a joke. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we have this to try carefully. This is mostly a big group. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But when you're thinking of significant relationships, um, yeah. not too... I mean, yeah, you think of, okay, Han and Leia. You think mm -hmm. of Hera and Kanan. Mm -hmm. But the real goat of a relationship in yeah. Star Wars is That's the one... That's lasted for three generations. Three generations, 40 years of filmmaking, mm -hmm. and... Let's see. It covers like sixty so long. years altogether. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. uh, we're of course talking about our two and C three PO. Yes, I was yes. trying to think of a, a joke couple, but I couldn't think of one fast enough. <laughs> we are of course talking about Anakin uh, and and Dar uh, Darth Sidious. Yes. No. Okay, it doesn't work as much. Anyway, R two and three PO. Okay. Uh, Tarkin and his slippers. Hey, there you go. I love get you a man that loves you, like Tarkin loves his slippers. Or we a woman. Have, we also got confirmation of our first like non-human uh, gay couple in Star Wars. Yes, I was trying to think like, yeah. wait, why mention non-human? But technically, yes. yes. Okay, they're um, alien because well, yeah, they're alien. But um, B. Arthur's character, um, she's she not also, only canon. She is, but she she is a married uh, lesbian she's woman. To a woman. Yeah. Yep. Frick in Orza. I think Orza that's and the Frick. Name? Orza and Frick. It's the it's the fun characters from Star Wars Resistance yeah. that we've seen much. Yeah, we've seen more of them like in fan art than we have of the show. We have, and they're so precious together. Yeah, because it's one of the like we you know when we were kind of going back and forth, we saw a little bit of Resistance, and then it was like, wait, hang on, Overload. Let's not mm -hmm. expose ourselves to Resistance. Yeah. So no, we have not seen Resistance entirely. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, they came out and talked pretty pretty well about that, which was really cool, mm -hmm. um, because that's just more Star Wars representation out mm -hmm. there, which is really significant. Heck yeah! And so that's that's cool because now that's another way for someone to see themselves in Star Wars. Which yeah. if you don't like that, then you're just a butt. But right. But, but yeah. But but don't but, be a but, butt. But. Don't be guys. a butt. Anyway, so um, so C three PO and R two D two. Yes. I'd say they have masculine programming. Yes. We'll say that. That's actually how they kind of phrase it, mm -hmm. masculine programming uh, or, or feminine programming. A very interesting way to think about like people with alternate gender identities is like, oh, there's masculine programming. Interesting. But like... Well, the and, kinda... well the, and that even comes from a societal yeah. standpoint too in terms of being masculine programmed by environments and uh, certain mm. things. I wish I had some tea. I mean, well, you know, no, I mean, when we look at... The facts we are mm -hmm. programmable people you we know are. they always like to talk about your brain is the best supercomputer yeah uh -huh. okay then looking at it that way then that means we can be and programmed and in in one way we are programmed in another way we can be programmed mm -hmm. so yeah people fight the system <laughs> fight the systems you can escape the matrix um uh, so but anyway but no that yeah, yeah. That, that's okay. actually really interesting yeah but yes mm -hmm. um but I, yeah go ahead it's only because they're droids that yeah. I don't add any romance to it, mm -hmm. just because they don't got bits. Well, they're they're droids, you know. Yeah. I, f I feel like they have um, definitely a kinship and mm -hmm. appreciation and a value for each other. Yeah. But I don't think it goes further just because that part that's not included in their programming. Mm -hmm. I, I you know I mean yeah. to get literal I guess with it I mean that's the only reason I I can think of their they stop at friends mm -hmm. um, is because I guess that's as far as they were programmed to go. Yeah. I mean, you can even think of them as a romantic. 
and asexual, that kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, just to add more, you know, all <laughs> representation. Of the, all of it. Um, if you can't find yourself in this episode, then what are you doing? <laughs> uh, but anyway, when we think of, you know, a good relationship as a whole. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, that, that long extended mm-hmm. intro to say yes. Yes. When we think of a good, long relationship with lots of, you know, great attributes to it, mm-hmm. we think of, you know, a good marriage. Mm-hmm. In most times. You're very cute, but stop it. Okay. So, uh, we looked up uh, the keys to a good marriage. Yes. Yeah, and kind of compiled the, the, the common ones, basically. Well, no, I, I just pulled it from one list. <laughs> I just, I looked... Gotcha. I looked signs of a good marriage, mm-hmm. and I realized... I ain't got nothing. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, we got all of them. Um, yeah, we do. But, uh, yeah, I just basically pulled off of that, and I was like, mm-hmm. this sounds like R2 and 3PO, sure. <laughs> but, like, off the top of your head, without looking at the list, what do you think is, what what makes a good marriage to you? Um, or a good relationship gracious. in general? Um, I think selflessness mm-hmm. is probably the easiest way to put it just because I think from that mm-hmm. stem things like um, good communication, humility, um, compassion, a lot of things mm-hmm. come from being selfless. Yeah. Um, it, if you are seeking to be in a relationship and you act out selfish tendencies, I don't think you're going to go fair, very far or if you mm-hmm. go far, it's not going to be healthy. Yes. Um, and so it, it's not to say that you have to give up everything that makes you you or that you care about or that you desire but it is to say that when you join with a person that you mm-hmm. don't always come first um yeah and at the same time they don't always come first uh, so a lot of times yeah. you have to s- just switch your thinking into they mm-hmm. you know you the the two of you Mm-hmm. Um, you really do become a we unit r- right. after you get married. Right. Which and is so, a funny phrase. We unit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Laugh with somebody. Well, that, and, that's and, a good way. You know, and that's what's so significant of like the biblical terminology of becoming one, two parts becoming one, because mm-hmm. that's really how you have to act out everything else mm-hmm. in life. Um, yeah. And it only gets more complicated from there when you insert little people into that scenario in terms of you know children and so forth and, yeah. and little but, people with poor legs right then there's no longer a we unit it's a they unit yeah <laughs> but yeah like yeah. i just i feel like the biggest thing is just being willing to not always be first and and, yeah. and what consideration it's yeah like, kind of encapsulates consideration and loyalty very important in a relationship absolutely so let's talk about the list and how you know we think that r2 and 3po kind of fit in some of these are kind of a stretch. But I don't think so. No. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. We'll maybe. see. Maybe. We'll see. Um, but you know what? They fit into most of these. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It is, it is a pretty easy... Mm-hmm. I mean, and again, like, we didn't find a list to suit what we wanted to talk about. We found a list and we're able kind to... Kind filled in the blanks. Yeah. We were just able to be like, oh, that's like this or that's like yeah. that and so forth. Yeah, yeah. We were able to think of scenes like, oh, this happened. Right. And that's an example. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we 
we didn't go extensive, mm-hmm. but I mean, you could really go down a rabbit trail in terms of, of these sorts of things. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I mean, we could have even gone down to their love language, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking beeps and boops, people. Complaining. <laughs> My love language is complaining. Uh, and listening to complaints. <laughs> there you go. I, I feel like yeah. well, they're clearly both good listeners. Both, yes, so. very good. Um, which leads us to our first item on. It's our almost list. like it was a segue. Almost. <laughs> We're a helmet. Um, Clearly. So the first thing on the list is communicate clearly and often, which is incredibly important in any human or droid relationship you will ever be in. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if you yeah. want any interaction to go well. You want to be a human on Earth. <laughs> you you got to communicate. And, and I like that add-on mm-hmm. of both, be both clear and frequent. You know, mm-hmm. like, don't. Don't assume one conversation gets it done and yeah. so forth. But I mean, in the terms of mm-hmm. marriage, you know, it's it's more to do with a lot of people associate mm-hmm. communication with dating. We've got to go out and sit and no. talk. You know, um, like there's got to be a situation mm-hmm. for us to talk, just willy nilly. Yeah. And and that's not true. You know, mm-hmm. that should be just a regular part it of your relationship. Be. It should be a regular part of your day. Mm-hmm. Like. I can think of many times where we've been, you know, in grumpy moods and I'll say to you, hey, I'm reacting this way because of this mm-hmm. or, you know, I I need this in this moment. Mm-hmm. And that's very important to be successful in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, one of our examples for C-3PO and R2 is if anyone has the best stories to tell, it would be R2 and 3PO. Absolutely. Absolutely. The two have been together since the beginning, and even in The Phantom Menace, it doesn't take R2 long to start chatting with 3PO about space travel and his accompanying meat bags. <laughs> like, that's that's a meat cute right there. It's just like, hey, I see you're naked. Let me tell you about space. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that conversation happens. Exactly. I like, just, I love how it picks up later in the pod racing mm-hmm. um, hangar, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and there's just that segue of, oh, that sounds horrendous or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's clear, like, they've, been, very ta- cute. they've been talking this whole time. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, if in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Um they go on a flight, they go overseas, mm-hmm. and there's a joke about these two classmates that start the uh, plane ride not wanting to sit next to each other, and by the end of it, they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things, but like if you've ever traveled long distances with people, mm-hmm. there's always that grouping where they just yeah. find each other, and then by the end of it, they're like soulmates. Or worked at a camp <laughs> Right, yeah, it's just like by the by the end of this, someone is joined. Yeah, it's happened three times in my family, dude, and um, I'm one of them. And I just, I just think, I think it's so cute. I yeah. think it's just the, oh, finally, oh, another precious. freaking droid to talk to. Because if and you, don't... you know that R2 saw that 3PO was naked and went, okay. <laughs> I don't know about that. But, <laughs> uh, like, I mean, all of his other droid companions died. He was yeah, the only right? one not shot down. So, I mean, I feel like this, at this He's point. He's so in, sad. And yeah. He just needs someone to talk to. I feel to. like he just needed someone to talk to. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, everybody else just thinks I'm booping and beeping. Mm-hmm. You won't, you're the only one that gets me. Except for Annie. Oh, well, Annie yeah, knows, true. but he's a meatbag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, do you ever think of the endless hours of stories that these two have? And, like, how that can affect the story as a whole? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like... I, again, they've been with it since the beginning, so mm-hmm. they've seen, they've seen everything. A lot. Um, and 
that's come up before. Mm-hmm. Um, the I, one of my favorite books overall of Star Wars and uh, of recent, it, it came from Disney, is um, the From a Certain Point of View book. Mm-hmm. It's 40 short stories um, celebrating 40 years since the first film. And all 40 stories have to do, they're, they're happening throughout the film, but of characters you yeah. don't like think about. So for instance, a Jawa picked up R2. Um, he strolled by and like, hey, you need a <laughs> well, ride. Like, you know, what happened with R2 while they were, you know, just riding around in the desert? Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out that a Jawa took him apart and explained. Like, he, he loved taking apart droids and taking their brain, basically, and, like, watching the movies, which were their memories, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's really cool is, like, his whole thing has been, like, I want to see the stars, and this is the closest I'll get to seeing the stars, and it's so sweet and wonderful. It's so sweet. And then he sees R2s, and he sees what's going on, and he's just like, oh my gosh, this droid's important. I can't mm-hmm. just do what I've done before and just, you know, watch it and basically re-record over, you know, like, uh, you know, so he ends up putting him back together and sends him away on his mission, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just really cool because yeah. it's one of those moments where it's just like to think of being where that Jawa was and seeing all of that from that perspective. It's really, really interesting because, yeah. I mean, you know, when you really look at what R2 was there for yeah. in, in terms of storytelling, it's pretty cool. And so um, I, lo- I loved that little that little moment. And I'd love to see more mm-hmm. in terms of, like, people fantasize all the time of R2 telling Luke about these stories and so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I-, I know there's people out there that are like, Ahsoka can tell those stories. It's like, no, Ahsoka, you- get out the way. It's I'm sure that's emotional, but no, I want R2 I get you. I, I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's more sentimental to me for mm-hmm. R2 to be the one there's, telling those stories. There's a beautiful piece of art that I love and have shared uh, every time I see it. It's of R2 playing for Leia, uh, her parents' wedding. Yeah. It is so sad and so pretty. Yeah, So, but it's like stuff like that. That, yeah. that has more sentimental value, I think, than... I, as mm-hmm. much as I love the idea of Ahsoka telling, you know, hero stories of Anakin and whatnot... Mm-hmm. It, like, she has a different relationship to Anakin and the Skywalker family than R2 does, I think. Yeah. And I I get more sentimental thinking of it coming from R2. So, yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. they've got stories to tell, and I long for just a time where they get to tell the stories. Um, I'd even love to get their thoughts on the stories, not necessarily Mm -hmm. just them regurgitating it, but, like, (laughs) and then this idiot. I feel like (laughs) it's, like, if you ask two people about a vacation to Florida... Like, one person would be like, oh my gosh, we went to the beach, we saw seashells, and it was so great, we went in the water. The other person would be like, it's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Right, it's hot, it's sandy, it sucks. I hated it. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. I I feel like it's, I I, I do feel like it'd be that way. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think there's also a bit of interesting storytelling because it's a droid. And for a droid to be sentimental in those moments, I think is more significant than obviously Ahsoka's sentimental. Absolutely. So... Yeah. But yeah, I'd love for that to come back. Mm-hmm. And um, so the um, next one uh, talks about help each other mm-hmm. um, is a sign or a trait of a good marriage, mm-hmm. a good relationship. And so yeah. um, with this one, I thought of one of one of my favorite R2-3PO things altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
definitely from from this film, Attack of the Clones, when they're in the Geonosis arena, and obviously C-3PO has gotten himself into trouble, as he always does. He usually does. And um, he'd gotten his body head swap thing Mm -hmm. uh, happen, and uh, at some point, this 3PO head on a droid body gets shot, and on another part of the arena, the C-3PO body with the droid head gets shot, (laughs) and so R2's bell like, Okay. Again. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go in there and fix this. And so all the other crap happening around them, and mm-hmm. R2 is just rolling up and, and rescuing 3PO, and he takes the time to get them all put back together. Mm-hmm. and In the middle of a battlefield. Yeah, and so like his focus is on, I, uh, I can't leave this idiot. <laughs> yeah. um, and so Which I feel like you say about me pretty constantly. <laughs> I feel like any marriage, it goes back and forth. Yeah. Just like, ugh. Let's do this, mm-hmm. and and so, but yeah, like, but in in that regard, it's a, it's a big sign because that's what a lot of life is like is mm-hmm. is all this other crap is still happening, mm-hmm. um, but because you're you're selfless and and you love this yeah. person, you put them above all that other stuff and just go right in and mm-hmm. do what you can to fix it and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I still don't know how they got off <laughs> the planet because everybody else just dipped. Oh, you know. Um, you know, like yeah. a clone uh, trooper probably but, picked them up or something. I'm, Anakin wouldn't have let R two no. stay there, but and it was probably Cody. <laughs> yeah, um, if he was even there, I don't know. Yeah. Or it was Wolf. we don't know who was there. It was probably Wolf because like he remembers how talkative three PO is. Uh, the next one is to make time as a couple, which is very important, just as important as communication and helping each other. You have to make time for the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta make and and make time is is important because you've got two lives joined together now. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be intentional that we're gonna spend some time together because if mm-hmm. not, then it's not gonna happen. Exactly. Um, unfortunately. Yeah, when you got two grown ups adults who are you know working and working some more, <laughs> you have to be intentional about making time for each other. Um, and the Clone Wars kept them apart a lot of the time, unfortunately. Uh, but when they could, they managed to get out on an adventure together. <laughs> like <Several. laughs> retrieving Jogan fruit. Jogan fruit. I was waiting. Yeah. Uh, from the Coruscant Market or rescuing <laughs> a vision or a village of Alenians. Alenians. <laughs> Luke. Right. <laughs> and much more. Uh, do you have a favorite or two and three PO adventure? Um. Uh, probably it's the weird one, but probably the one where uh, they're on Aline and um, they. That's the one where there's earthquakes happening and they don't know why, and they uh, end up figuring out it's something to do with underground. And then, of course, C3PO gets too close to a ledge, goes down, mm-hmm. and while they're down exploring the caverns. Um, they realize that there's this whole other population of um, species of some sort. Ents. And um, (laughs) they're basically the two worlds are kind of conflicting Mm -hmm. um, and they're chosen to fix it. Um, For some reason. I think it's just because he's shiny. Yeah. Well, it's funny just the interactions because Mm -hmm. of course 3PO is the one just just like you know, just logic, logic, logic of how do we do this? How and and R two's just doing it. He's mm-hmm. fixing everything, and then it's all exactly. better. But the thing is, is is like, it's that whole adventure because it just keeps going from there. Um, mm-hmm. Then they leave that planet. They get stranded on another planet. 
R2 falls on a little creature and overthrows this village. Yeah. And then it just it just keeps getting more and more ridiculous. It's so weird. It's fantastic. Um, and I'd say another one that's not on the list but is also important and kind of folds into this is support your partner. So yeah. Pretty, absolutely. Know. Yeah. Well, and then like. I, I do feel like they bicker, and I feel like yeah. R2 does call 3PO out, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I also feel like R2 doesn't a lot of the time, too, yeah. and just, like, yeah, think about think about it, like, <laughs> what's 2 plus 2? Oh, yeah, I totally didn't know, but, like, he, mm-hmm. he gratifies him a lot in terms of, like, it's a lot of, like, the, hey, honey, can you open the jar of pickles? It's just, like, mm-hmm. it's just gratification, yeah. but it's appreciable. Exactly, like... I think you give me a lot of support. <laughs> you have given me a I lot get, of support. I get the years. I get the cereal off the top of the fridge. Yeah. I get the the cups yeah. from the top shelf. Because mm-hmm. you're four <laughs> inches taller than me. <laughs> Makes a difference. I'm short. Um, so, and the last one we have on the list is the understand that it is... It's not old. the last one. Oh, it's it's the next to last one. It's the next to last one on the list. Okay, sorry. Uh, understand that it is okay to disagree. Which is very important. Yeah. Um, no disagreement quite summarizes the droid's relationship than the one that started it all in episode four. Uh, the two bickering over which way to travel on Tatooine and the whining about the heat was an interesting way to introduce the characters and, you know, their dynamic. Um, and clearly it was successful because it's continued for the last 40 years. Yeah, I mean, it. I still think, I mean, what a way, what an introduction. Like, I mean, I I couldn't honestly see it playing out any other way. And, I mean, it works so well. And it's just such a real, Mm -hmm. like, these aren't necessarily the, oh, I've got the the thing and I'm going to rush in. Like, they aren't the heroes. No. And it shows in how they're just, they're just trying to get the thing to the, Right. Well, yeah. R two is, and three PO yeah. is just like I don't know what's happening. Exactly. It's hot. There's sand everywhere. But like, I, I don't know. Like, Which is like <laughs> the captain's dead now. Exactly. It's like a trip to the beach with us. It yeah, kind of switches yeah. between. So I, I mean, it's just such an iconic way to introduce who, characters that would eventually become mm-hmm. iconic, and mm-hmm. it's just it's very memorable and interesting. Absolutely. Um, but, it, I mean, it's not the only disagreement they have. Mm-mm. They have a lot of significant... I mean, basically, anytime they're together, yeah. anytime you're around C-3PO in general, mm-hmm. you're bound to have an argument or something. Yep. Um, I would constantly be... I, in fact, there's probably... There's there's someone like this at church, and, and it's it's very... I feel like there are two... And it's just like, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. So, it's... Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's just like, it's it's okay to have those those bickering spats mm-hmm. and but keep going exactly you know, the, the the big point is just to keep going mm-hmm. that's how you get someone's perspective sometimes <laughs> you, went, you went from german no that's russian nasvidanya yeah. nasvidanya that's russian that's russian and then you went to java nasvidanya mianya Let's keep going, please. <laughs> Part of any successful relationship is judging your partner constantly. Silently judging. <laughs> but silently. Exactly. We just got an antsy cat. Do you have a favorite argument between the droid voids? 
Um, I okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be in Empire Strikes Back, best mm-hmm. Star Wars movie and movie of all time. Um, when freaking in the middle of escaping, 3PO's losing his crap and R2's putting him together, and then in the middle of putting him together, it's like, oh, wait. I know how to solve this whole thing mm-hmm. and runs away and and 3PO is so frustrated he chases after him with one leg mm-hmm. and it's just like what the heck dude like you got and he scolds him for talking to strange computers and all this other stuff yeah. and it's just it's so ridiculous it's yeah. so funny um it, it that's definitely got to be mm-hmm. my favorite it's just it it's quality entertainment it is quality entertainment it's very funny and like I can think of times where like we'll both be on a completely different wavelengths and like i think something's more important and you think something else is <laughs> right. even more important and usually you're the one that's right because what i think is important isn't always that important <laughs> <laughs> like pumpkins like the- <laughs> i'll fight you pumpkins are incredibly important hey hun what do you want to get for dinner pumpkins, pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah do you have have anything there's so many. I don't yeah, think. not really. There's so many. Yeah, I, I really, I mean, it, next to the the one in A New Hope where they're introduced. Yeah, I think that one's like the best. Yeah, one. I ju- well, and what's best, like if if you like that, mm-hmm. um, look up uh, Simon Pegg and his friend that's in all his movies, mm-hmm. um, reenacting that whole. Nick Frost. Nick, Nick Frost. Nick Frost. Yes. Yeah, um, they reenact this. It's um, so funny. I'm gonna do the noise what? of his. I'm gonna do the noise of Just his joints. Do it then. I need to rest before I fall apart. My joints are almost frozen. It's not very lightly, is it? What? We're in the desert. It's not exactly half, is it? That's not the point. It's not. What, what are you talking about? Just... Right, hang on. You don't think R2 would call C3PO out on this? Yeah, it, well, it, it's not for our. It's not our place to say, is it? It's what it was in the film. We should save it. I'm going this way. Um, well, well, well I, I'm not going that way. It's far too rocky. What are you complaining about rocks for? You got legs, you know. I got wheels for feet. It, I, I was this kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the Simon Pegg in this. Whereas, like, I had friends that were the Nick Frost of this. In terms of like, no, no, you got to do it this way. That's not how they did it. And they're just mm-hmm. like, I don't care. Like, it's, it's hot. I'm tired. I want to go home. And it's just like, no, that's not how they did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. It is entertaining. Anyway, next. Next. Um, so to end it out, one of the biggest things in a marriage, uh, in a relationship, and and the relationship specifically between R2 and 3PO that I think is the big end, the, the good way to end uh, any advice on relationships, it comes down to appreciating your partner mm-hmm. um, and to share your gratitude for the other person. And, I mean, it's just important in general to make sure that people know that you appreciate them Mm -hmm. uh when you're eternally joined for life uh it's even more important because they see parts of you that no one else sees and so it's important to appreciate them for always Mm -hmm. um dealing with you and and loving you in spite and all that other stuff and with 3po and r2 it's no different Mm -hmm. um and there's really just one little tiny thing that comes to my mind with this one and it's in the force awakens when R2 finally wakes up, um, very deus ex machina, um, mm-hmm. to help solve the, the puzzle. But nonetheless, it's significant, and um, there's just this tiny little scene where 3PO speaks up and, and just acknowledges, like, it's so good to have you back, friend. Yeah. And it's just so big. 
mm-hmm. because it means a lot. Yeah, just the simple fact that of of acknowledging like this has been a big chunk of life, and I'm glad to have it back. Yeah, um, it's a big deal, and so I thought that was just a really. I it's still a main moment that makes me go, oh, yeah. Um, and it's just enough. It's just enough. It doesn't need to be huge, but it, it was just enough. Yeah. And so, um, I, I, yeah. For all the faults of their relationship, for all the bickering and fighting, and for mm-hmm. all the misadventures, I have no doubt that these two droids do care about each other and are, yeah. in many ways, inseparable. Yes. In my mind, I think of like the first what what happened when R two went to sleep. Did he just like shut down? And then you know, three PO probably shut down with him because you know they're. They're taking a nap, mm-hmm. and, and then, then C-3PO wakes up, and he turns to R2, like, trying to wake him up, and, like, starts freaking wow, out. Wow, <laughs> like, this is sad. It's incredibly sad, <laughs> but, like, that's what I think of. Like, yeah. he probably had a really hard time with that at first. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, so many years together, and being the only ones to relate to each other and, and be there for each other, mm-hmm. it had to make a difference, and, I mean... Yeah, they're droids, but and we don't necessarily regard them with the whole big narrative going on. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure it had to be a, a different world without your best friend. Yeah. And that's what it's like uh, with a lot of relationships. Like, that's, that's a really big sign of a relationship. When you know that you can't go a day, you know, without that person significantly. Obviously not like yeah. they went to the supermarket, calm down. But like... You know, um, I think about when I was home alone for the first time in a very, very, very long time. You know, you worked all day and I was here by myself. And it was very different for me. It was not cool. You kept texting me. (laughs) I didn't like it. You're bored. And I'm not saying, like, if you miss them, they're the one. Mm -hmm. I just mean that's how you know the the value of the relationship, I think, of any degree. Mm -hmm. Marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend, friends. When, when you feel their absence in a significant way, you know yeah. the value. It's, I mean, it's the same thing of like, did you lose a dollar today? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fine. You, did you lose $100? You feel that. Mm-hmm. You know who has value by how you feel when they're not there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think of the longest relationship that I've ever, you know, experienced is, you know, my, my grandparents. They were married for... They were married for meow? <laughs> they were married for meow. I think almost six years. A long time. A very, very long time. And when my papa passed away, that was certainly a huge, unexpected um, change of life for my nana. And, you know, I think of that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's why I think of, of their relationship, mm-hmm. there, there's no story that ends with one without the other, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to say, you know, just Nana's house. Yeah. You gotta it's, say Nana's it's, house. Well, and right, and you don't typically say R2 without 3PO mm-hmm. or vice versa. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're eternally joined just like any good marriage, and it's worth celebrating. And that was, that was that's what this episode was meant to be about, Yeah, is, is celebrating the yeah. holy union of R2 and 3PO. Yeah. Um, I think we have one last question to answer. Oh, do we? This is very important okay which one of us is r2 and which one of us is 3p i'm totally r2 you, you totally are too. <laughs> i'm give totally r2 give me reasons boy. Uh, uh because 
I have hidden compartments. <laughs> I, I bleep and bloop. You do? I'm sarcastic with an exclamation point. You are? Uh, I have a swivel head. You're not Batman. I usually use that. Uh, I don't listen very often. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I have red lights, <laughs> and I'm loyal. You're incredibly loyal, and you do have red lights. Also, I can roll backwards and forward and do stuff. You can do stuff. I can you do, do stuff. stuff. I do so much stuff. Okay, so then what makes me 3PO? I uh, think there's a big one. The anxiety. anxiety. <laughs> also, you're golden, and, and that means that you brighten my day constantly with your shiny bits. Shut up. <laughs> also, you explode, but you always manage to come back together. Hey, that is a good <laughs> mental health. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Uh, get, you, get you somebody in life. Like R2 or 3PO. Exactly. One or the other. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, we wanted to celebrate these two iconic characters. And what a better time than when there's part of a story that's coming to an end significantly. Uh, definitely not the last of either of them that we're going to see no. for sure. But no, definitely not. But <laughs> she's sad about it. She's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like that. Being? Um, so I think that's the sign to end. Yeah. Um, but uh, definitely let us know uh, your favorite R2, 3PO moments. Mm -hmm. uh, and let us know what you think of this. And just maybe throw out there some relationship advice. Who knows yeah. who's listening. Um, it, but with that, uh, yeah. we are going to move on to our after show. If you are with us on Patreon and love what we do and support us in what we do, mm -hmm. then that means that you get a whole extra show where we're going to play Escape the Death Star. Ah! Uh, and so that's going to be fun. Um, you can check out yeah. other episodes over on Patreon um, if you join for a, a, just a dollar a month. Mm -hmm. um, we've done Star Wars Mad Libs. We've done Star Wars quizzes. We've yep. done all kinds of crazy stuff. And so, um, but it, it means the world to us, those awesome people that do support us. And if you want to join them, just check out our Patreon page. Head there and see what's happening and what you can get for your support. We greatly appreciate it. Send these cats to college. Please. Please. <laughs> um, but yeah, so check out our Patreon page. All the other uh, awesome places where you can keep up with all Nerd Herder news, including uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, also check out our YouTube channel where our main show will also be available if you like watching our beautiful faces and this awkward cat. Mm -hmm. um, and other videos um, like... Jedi Fallen Order playthroughs and all other kinds of things that are going to be happening. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. We're slowly taking over the internet, so make sure you're connected with us there. <laughs> Join us for the uprising, my brothers. Hyunk, hyunk. Um Your days are numbered, McElroy's. <laughs> with that, guys, we'll, uh, we'll leave, leave you to it. Stay scruffy. May the force be with you. Bye. Oh, she didn't say anything. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>